0: Today's podcast is generously and authentically offered to you by Boron and the Arnicare line of pain relief products. Arnicare, made from a mountain daisy, helps you to get back to your best by providing relief of soreness and pain from an active lifestyle, as well as reducing bruising after a cosmetic procedure. All brands and sponsor opportunities are vetted and curated by me and are selected to sponsor based on my experience with the product or service, both personally and professionally. This ensures that you hear about products and services with authenticity, credibility, and integrity. Arnicare, it's a Boron brand you can trust, and I do.
1: The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast.
0: Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast dedicated to fashion, the art of living well, and all things beauty. I'm your host, Dr. Shirley Madere, your purveyor of this definitive source of living a beautiful life. This week's episode is dedicated to strength, and our topic is Stretch, Strengthen, and Bloom. Do you like the way I did that, Bloom? Bodywork to help you thrive. Welcome to my interview with Erica Bloom. Erica Bloom is a former professional dancer and veteran Pilates instructor with over 20 years of teaching Pilates. Because she is devoted to holistic wellness, Erica has certifications in multiple therapeutic bodywork modalities including yoga, the Alexander Technique, and Nutrition. She has received notable press, such as in Well and Good, Purist, Into the Gloss, The Rob Report, Forbes, Vogue, Mind Body Green, Goop, The New York Times, Vanity Fair, and many others. Erica is a successful entrepreneur with studio locations in Manhattan, East Hampton, Watermill, Greenwich, Los Angeles, and Turks and Caicos. She is a mother, a partner, and I dare call her a friend. Welcome, Erica. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for your time. So what's your story? Um, Where did you grow up and how did you fall in love with fitness and Pilates?
1: Um, I grew up in Los Angeles and I grew up with a childhood that was really focused on spending a lot of time in nature and eating whole foods and eating vegetables and kind of living a holistic life. And then I became a professional dancer and I had a lot of injuries and I had a lot of health issues and I was in a lot of pain in my body and um, uh, had digestive issues and autoimmune issues. And I sort of thought, you know, I'm doing everything right, I'm dancing every day, I'm eating well, what's going on? And so I just started exploring. I started exploring wellness and different types of movement modalities. And I found this balance that really, really worked for me. And I wanted to bring it to other people, but then also realized that what worked for me didn't necessarily work for everyone. And so I just studied and studied and certified and worked with clients and took advice from doctors and read research. and gained so much knowledge that I could start my brand and bring that sort of balanced full-life wellness to clients.
0: I love that. Well, we have a couple of things in common. Number one, you're a nerd. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And number two, a former dancer. I am both. Mm -hmm. And so being a former dancer, what did dance teach you about the human body? Because for me, being a former ballet dancer, dancing taught me discipline, focus, Uh, body awareness and a commitment to keep practicing to get better what did dance teach you about the human body and about life and how did dance prepare you for your career
1: yeah I I agree with you I think that one of the things that's so amazing about dance techniques is that you do a simple movement like a plie over and over again hundreds of times a day for years and years and years and every time you do it it changes a little bit Mm -hmm it doesn't get better each day because each day your body's different so sometimes you go a little bit backwards and that's okay and sometimes you go a little bit forwards, and that's wonderful, and you're always finding something new. Um, And it's a good life lesson because people sort of feel like they should always be adding weight each time or they should be achieving something more each day, or if they can't do it, they just shouldn't try. And this idea that you just really keep at it and it is a daily practice so that you get where you need to be is wonderful. Um, I also think that dancers really spend a lot of time embodying themselves feeling where their bones where their muscles how can i with my focus and my mind make change in how my body works um that's a lot of what we're trying to teach our clients because we can make so much change just with mindfulness and anatomical embodiment yeah
0: now speaking specifically of pilates how does pilates strengthen and help
1: to heal pilates is such a brilliant amazing method Joe was really way ahead of his time when he developed it yes. and then here at my studio we've also brought in everything new that's happened with research into the method and so it's even more effective than what was happening then and its approach is really to say that finding balance in the body having everything integrate together gives you more strength and it gives you strength in a way that is functional and that allows for longevity. Mm -hmm. So we don't mean strength as in you can lift more weight, we mean strength as in you can achieve a functional movement better in a way that keeps the body at a safe optimal place so that you don't have injury, so that you can do it for the rest of your life and it really can give you everything that you need with movement. It works on stability, it works on mobility, it works on length, and it works on strength.
0: So regardless of your sport or your favorite exercise, you think Pilates should be an essential part of that routine?
1: Absolutely. It is ideal for cross-training for people that are doing anything if you're just you know a weekend warrior or if you're a professional athlete and we also find that we have a lot of clients that are doing really intense exercise methods and thinking no pain no gain and then they try Pilates and find oh you know what this is a good balance to that but actually I just need this and many of our clients including me only do Pilates and are even stronger and more in shape than they were when they were doing other exercise methods. Well, you look fabulous.
0: Thank you. And that is both a personal and a professional opinion. (laughs) (laughs) We've all heard about the mind-body connection, and um, what exactly does that mean for you? What is your take on the mind-body connection?
1: Yeah, there's so many so many layers to it. I'm going to just touch on two cuz I could talk about this for days. The first is that when we really ha- learn how to listen to our body, which is not just a magic trick, it's a practice, a daily yeah. practice that you learn through something like Pilates and then you have to continue it throughout your day. When you're really listening to your body, you know what you need you know am i thirsty am i tired am i hungry am i craving something that my body really needs do i need to do nothing right now or do i need to give myself time with friends you know you start to get a connection that allows you to understand how to create balance and wellness in your life And that's really important because we're so often told what we should do, or we're like, we're tired, let's just have coffee, as opposed to no, I need to rest, or I'm tired, I didn't eat what I needed this day. There's we, we need to be able to give our bodies what we need and we need to learn to listen to do that. The other part of it is that just being aware of where we're holding tension, where we're holding stress in our bodies, can completely change not just the way our body functions from a musculoskeletal perspective, but actually the way that our deeper systems function. So we can have stress patterns in our body that affect digestion, Mm -hmm. elimination, they can affect even vision if you're tensing, Mm -hmm. they can prevent us from breathing well, which then changes cortisol levels and immunity. Um, It can be really, acne, yeah, yeah, that's actually a big one, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it can be really, really profound to just say, okay, I know, where i'm holding and how that's changing where i'm moving and start to just have that mindfulness that lets you release and change that
0: yeah i would i would agree with all of that mind body connection it is very complex but i think it's difficult to listen to your body. You don't know where that voice is coming from. Is it the voice at the back of your head that says you should, you should, you should? Or is it coming out of your left ear? Or is it coming from your heart or your gut? So you're right. I think it is a daily practice. And Mm -hmm. doing something like Pilates, at least for me, has helped me to increase that body awareness and to try to listen to my body for sure much more. So... Is there an ideal Pilates student? I know we were just saying that it's great for everyone and it should be part of everyone's routine, but is there an ideal student? Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, this is something I talk about with my staff a lot because newer teachers, they'll say, well, that client wasn't listening and I'm not gonna make change because she's not really understanding how Mm -hmm. to breathe, how to relax, how to do this. I'm like, well, that's the client that you're gonna make the most change in. The one that comes in that refuses to slow down and (laughs) breathe and listen, that's the one where one day you're gonna say, man, I totally changed that person's life. So we love every every client. And that's one of the things that's great about Pilates is you can be, 20 years old and fit, you can be 70 and barely able to walk and everything in between and it's can be modified for you yeah. and it's great for you.
0: Yeah, it is great. Mm-hmm. If you if you could teach anyone in the world Pilates, celebrity, political figure, another fitness guru, if you could have a one-on-one session with that person, who
1: would it be and why? I'm I'm going to answer this question super truthfully as opposed to in a fun way because (laughs) (laughs) it happens to me almost every day where someone comes up to me and says this hurts and so should I just go and take a bath or put ice or take this pill yes and because they're not coming to me as a client I can't you know I say to them you should be doing Pilates but they don't know the benefits of it and you can't convince every person you meet in a coffee shop to come and do Pilates. That's
0: like a curbside consultation, you know, what we call it in medicine. What do you think about that? Yeah. (laughs) So the
1: constant, the people that constantly ask for the curbside consultation, but won't come in and actually do it. Right. I wish all those people would come in and do Pilates with okay. me because we could help them.
0: Oh my Then you would need like
1: 30 more studios. Yes.
0: <laughs> good answer. Very good answer. And a fun answer. I, I like the truth. So speaking of helping clients to change, um, what is the most, I'd say the most transformative experience that you had, that you helped a client through one that sticks in your memory or a recent one, but the one that made you go, Oh my gosh, I am really contributing to the world and making the world a better place yeah um i'm sure you've had many
1: <laughs> yeah one. yeah i've had so many and it's my favorite thing about my job um and i have to be careful because of client confidentiality of to not be too specific no but of course i i had a client that had pain that was preventing him from sleeping and it was preventing him from sleeping to the point of him becoming non-functional cognitively and having really big issues at work of course and he had tried everything Mm -hmm. he had been to every specialist specialist and, and tried every trainer and um we in a a course of time that was maybe a month just okay. made a few changes to his gait and his yes. way he was handling stress and his pain went away and never came back. And then the change to his life because of that, just from, you know, cause yeah. he'd said, Oh, I'm not sleeping. Maybe I should do sleeping pill or this or yeah. that. And just to kind of connect those things and see yeah. this functionality come back. Um, I also just today had a client come in and she had had children and she'd moved here from South America and yeah. she was being told you need to have all these different wellness things. Oh you need probiotics so you need to have oh. yogurt and everybody's drinking oat milk so have oat milk and everybody has this particular bar so have that right. bar yeah. and she was trying to do everything and, and she she's was overwhelmed. trying to raise her kids and yeah. she was overwhelmed yeah. and she had gained tons of weight and mm-hmm. she had acne and her hair was falling out and I said let's simplify yeah. let's stop judging yourself let's not be so so strict about it yeah. spend time with your kids eat vegetables drink water take all those things out do some Pilates and I saw her today after she's been working with my staff so I haven't seen her through the summer yes. and she's lost 55 pounds and her skin was glowing and her hair was gorgeous and she was smiling mm-hmm. and it was a really huge transformation yeah
0: I think many of us really do underestimate the effects of stress and the mm-hmm. manifestations of stress on every aspect of life I agree it is serious
1: yeah, and so many people's exercise programs add more stress into their lives rather than eliminating stress so it's really important to think about that it is, there is such a thing as too much exercise mm-hmm. isn't
0: there mm-hmm. I know for me there is <laughs> so um Let's talk about um, frustrations or misconceptions. Some people may misconstrue Pilates as not being rigorous. But I assure you, I've taken some classes with some of your instructors and it is definitely rigorous. So what is your greatest frustration with that misconception? Or how do you get people to understand that, yeah, you're gonna be
1: sore tomorrow and you're gonna yeah, love it. Yeah, <laughs> Pilates is hard. It's hard. It's hard. And, and I think there's two sides to that misconception. I think one is that Pilates is an ab workout. There's yeah. this idea that people took core. like the ab five and the hundred and thought that's what Pilates ab- is. And yes. that doesn't speak at all to the, the principles and the philosophies behind Pilates. Right. And um, and then I think the other misconception is that it's not enough of a workout, that it's mm-hmm. just stretching, that you need mm-hmm. to then go do a harder workout. And one, it is really hard. Yeah. It hitting every single muscle and working the muscle eccentrically and concentrically is really challenging, and you will absolutely sure. feel it. You're going to find muscles that you never knew were there. Those smaller those little, little muscles, the small hide muscles, behind the
0: big muscles. Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but then the other misconception that comes uh, that ma- that leads to people thinking that Pilates isn't hard is the idea that you should really feel the burn. Mm. But burn is not always positive. There's okay. a lot of exercise methods where you're really overusing a muscle that you shouldn't be using for that action okay and so it will hurt and people are saying oh great I feel it yes well actually you're creating imbalance in your body and the deep muscles of the joints the intrinsic muscles shouldn't fatigue because they're postural they're muscles, postural muscles right. yeah so we want our postural muscles to be working throughout all of our workouts but yes. we so then we don't want to actually feel fatigue in them right. and that's how you really build strength that makes you move more beautifully yeah
0: those muscles should be there for support Mm -hmm. and to help enhance further movement not Mm -hmm. not to the point where you know they're being tired and can't help you Mm -hmm. as a sole proprietor of a multi-location business how do you maintain the consistency speaking of um, teaching how do you maintain the consistency of teaching and messaging across all of your all of your
1: locations yeah, that comes from having a really uh, extensive training program. Our certification program is almost a year long. Yeah, it's
0: pretty rigorous.
1: It's really rigorous. <laughs> and it's, they're, they're, we're bringing in the best experts, and I've written the manuals for it. And they are so well-trained yes. before we allow them to interface with clients Um, And, you know, having great staff and great people that really believe in what they're doing is so important. So we're also always looking for staff that truly live wellness and that truly want to make it a career and change people's lives. Yeah, I would agree with that. And one of the things that I particularly
0: am fond of is that whenever I do work with one of your instructors, it gets very anatomical. And for me, as a physician, obviously, I understand that. And also as a former dancer with body awareness, I understand when the instructor says, oh, this muscle versus that muscle and internally rotate versus supinate pronate. Oh, my gosh, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. It is really fun. And, and for those people who don't necessarily have a working knowledge of anatomy, I think your instructors teach that as well. It's really mm-hmm. important to know your body. Mm-hmm. And even though you don't necessarily know the scientific name of the muscle, you get to know it pretty well after multiple repetitions (laughs) yeah
1: and I I think it what one of the things that I see that's super cool is when you start to teach a client their anatomy even if they're not learning the Latin names but just kind of what things are and where they are and how they move it it takes away a layer of mystery that means they don't judge themselves as much there's a lot of like self-judgment of the body that kind of getting to know yourself can take uh, get rid of yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. And you do have a very full life, as we mentioned—the business
0: with multiple locations, children, a partner, friends, family. How do you balance your business and your personal life?
1: I know how to say no, yes. and I Thank actually you for saying
0: yes to this podcast, by the way. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, I choose things. I only choose things. That I really believe in and that fit with my integrity. Mm-hmm. But I also choose things where I feel if I'm putting energy into them, they're giving energy back. The energy's flowing in the, into the right place for me. You've just listened
0: to part one of Forever Fab podcast. Please stay tuned for part two coming up next. Today's podcast is generously and authentically offered to you by Boron and the Calendula line of first aid and skincare products. Calendula, made from a garden marigold, is ideal for use on dry, irritated, or sunburned skin, all without fragrances, dyes, or parabens. Try mixing it with your moisturizer or night cream, or apply it alone after an exfoliation or a cosmetic medical procedure. All brands and sponsor opportunities are vetted and curated by me and are selected to sponsor based on my experience with the product or service, both personally and professionally. This ensures that you hear about products and services with authenticity, credibility, and integrity. Calendula, a Boron product you can trust. And I do.